to introduce our series that we're starting tonight. We are starting a series called On a Mission, and we are pumped. We are going to be going through our mission statement and just talking about different aspects of it. And tonight we have Brenna giving an amazing message. So let's go ahead and welcome her up. just in the nick of time. Does anyone know what that move, the song that movie is from? Yes. Good job. You get five points for me. Okay. Mission Impossible. You guys, if you've never seen Mission Impossible and you really want to go back in time with where they thought technology was way beyond like where it was currently at, I dare you to go watch the 1996 Tom Cruise Mission Impossible 1. Okay? Go and do it. All right, because we're on a mission, you guys, and that's what this series is all about. And so I'm on a mission tonight to talk to you guys about more who I am, who maybe you are, and what maybe chaos is all about, okay? And our values. Some of you guys, this is your second and third year. That's right, you've been committed, you came back. So glad you're here. And some of you guys are brand new here. Welcome. It's so exciting. Seventh graders, you guys are awesome. Okay. All right, eyes and ears up here, you guys. To give you a little insight of every night at chaos, okay, is that we will always have someone coming up here, and we're going to have them sharing a message, because that's what chaos is all about. Because we're here to share with you about Jesus. But this is how we're going to share it with you. We're going to be relatable. We're gonna be challenging, and we're gonna be fun. Okay, those are the three things. And I'm so excited. And sometimes we're gonna have guests up here, and sometimes you may not know who these guests are, but don't worry, we're gonna have them share important things, like what they look like in seventh grade, or the fact of if they even know what that's fire even means. Okay, and they also have to probably share what their spirit animal is, because that's super important, am I right? Eh. Well, it's important for me. I'm an otter. So, right now, the mission is to know a little bit more of who I am, you guys. If you don't know what my name is. My name is Brenna Lance. Are you okay? Okay, if you don't know who my name is, my name is Brenna Lance. In college, I was nicknamed B Lance, B Dog, or right now a lot of people call me Bren Bren. I will answer to any of those three. Okay, and here's some more really fun facts about me I want you guys to know about me. Okay, is one, Brenna can't decide if she should have bangs or not. No. You say no, but little Brenna thought otherwise. So let's see here. This is the history of Brenna's bangs. You can all say, aww. Look at those bangs. Also, my mom semi-gave me bangs because she thought I had too much hair and she couldn't handle it all. Okay, this one's even better. Here's number two. Okay, Brenna still couldn't decide, so I still had bangs all throughout school. That's my fourth grade picture. 
I kept the bangs, and then I went to a little less, and then I went a little less with a little strip. Guys, that was in. That was in. Okay? And then the next one, no bangs. The next one, bangs. Then the next one, no bangs. Then the next one, bangs. But then the next one, no bangs. And the next one, bangs. And then the last one, no bangs. Guys, I can't decide. But you know what I've decided now? Curtain bangs. They're the, they are the happy medium of framing your face and also being able to put up into a ponytail. So that is what I have come to complete. Okay, the next one is I love dancing. Okay. I'm just trying to share with you like who more of who I am, you guys. Perfect. I love dancing. I don't know if you guys do. But in junior high, I thrived for every single one kind of dances. Me and my friends, we had our outfits picked out, especially my best friend, Brooke. And this is what we did. We chose our spot over here. While all the girls were in their circle and they're like, hey, this is a good song. Woo. And all the guys were like, oh, this is a good song. This is a good song. Okay. But then this was me and Brooke. Okay. We were on the side. We were going, apple bottom jeans. We're like, this is our dance moves, okay? I love dancing. Thank you. But what I love more about dancing is that you can actually worship God through movement. I don't know if you guys knew that. Did you guys knew that? You can worship God through movement. All right, guys, eyes and ears, eyes and ears. This is real quick. What else I love? Are you sure? Do we need to put some glue on over here? Are you okay? Okay, just checking. It's got four legs, right? Okay. Here's the thing. Brenna loves tacos. I will eat tacos every single day. I believe that pineapple belongs on pizza and that sometimes you should cut it. And that sometimes you should cut pizza into squares because that's just more fun. Yeah. Circles. I love the color green, so springtime and summertime in Iowa is my favorite time of year. Okay? And I love junior high students, okay? Do you know why I love you guys? That's true. Because this is the thing about you guys. Here's a fun, weird fact. You will never, you will never change as much as from seventh to ninth grade, any time in your life, the only other time you will change this fast is when you were a baby to a toddler. So can you imagine, right? You're born baby to three years old, a toddler. You change pretty fast, right? And the next time you change that fast, chemically, you know, hormonally and developmentally, right, is when you're a seventh grader to a ninth grader. Do you know how I know that? Because every year my new seventh graders come in and I'm just like, oh, hi, you guys. Like, you're so cute. I just want to put you in my pocket. And all of a sudden you come in as ninth graders and I'm just like, did you get facial hair? <laughs> did your voice just drop three octaves? I try not to be scared, but like, you guys are pretty baller, okay? It's just crazy. And then all of a sudden I started thinking, I'm like, Am I, did I change like that? Was I the drama? I don't think I changed like that. No, I didn't, but I did. I saw my old pictures, you guys, and I don't have them for here tonight, 
but I do have them. Okay, so a lot of things changing. And one last really exciting thing, you guys, that just happened to me a few months ago, is that I got engaged. Mr. Homewood. Some of you guys have him as a teacher, and some of you guys are going to have him as a track coach. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to go see them. Yes. Yes, I am engaged. November 5th, here we come. We are going to get married then, and I am super excited. He is my exact opposite and exactly who I need. Perfect. All right, guys. That's really a lot of stuff about me, so I'm going to pray together. And then we're going to get started on my talk, okay? So pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, man, these kids are just so pumped to be here. And Lord, I just pray that you just pray over every single one of their hearts, Lord, that they're ready to hear, they're ready to listen, not only with their ears, but with their hearts and their minds, to know what you are going to share with us tonight. Lord, I know there's, there's so many distractions and so many things that are happening in this world, but Lord... You give us true value, and you give us true worth because of what Jesus did. And I'm excited to share with this you tonight, with these kids. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right. Stay with me. Stay with me real quick. Otherwise, this talk's going to go longer. Okay. Here's the thing. I have three convictions. One is that you are here on purpose. Okay? It's not a mistake that you're here, even if your mom made you kind of come. Or maybe you have your best friend and you can't see them anymore besides tonight. Or maybe you saw that cute girl or that cute boy across the hall and they're like, I heard they're going to chaos. I'm going to go to chaos. Okay? Don't worry, I know that. You are here. Bring it in. Bring it in, you guys. You are here because I know God had a hand in it. And I know God had a hand in it because God doesn't waste time. We might waste time, but God doesn't. So my prayer for you is in these next three 36 chaoses that we have together, and by the end of them is that you figure out why God has you here. Okay? Conviction number two, you are capable of so much more. A lot of adults, I shouldn't say adults, a lot of people give teenagers a bad rep. They say they're lazy, they can't learn, or this and this and this, right? They're sticky, they're weird. But I don't believe that. I believe that you guys are, credit, are capable of doing more than what you are given credit for. So tonight, when I'm speaking to you, I'm not speaking to you as if you were five years old. I'm speaking to you as though you were older, and I'm calling you guys and raising you up to do good things, because I know you are capable of it. And the last one is, we're gonna have a lot of fun, okay? That's all it is. So let's get started. Okay, this is my fourth year leading chaos. Stay with us, thank you. This is my fourth year leading chaos, and I've noticed a pattern with teenagers. And the pattern of teenagers is that you guys search high and low to find value and worth in your lives. A simple way to put it is that you try to find where your identity is, okay? So tonight I'm talking about three things that you guys will tend to put your identity and your self-worth in, okay? And why? That's not always, and that will, will disappoint you, okay? So as I'm talking about this, I want you to ask a question in your mind as you're listening. Where do I go, okay? Where do I go when I'm feeling, yes, what, if I'm not doing well, where do I feel better about myself? 
Where do I go to find value, to feel better about myself? I'm talking about three things, okay? Tonight, I'm talking about one, that we typically can find it in performance, okay? Performance is going to be a big word, okay? It's not just sports or you acting or drama, it's more than that, okay? For an example, when you see a toddler and a kid, right? And this toddler is crawling, right? And all of a sudden he like finds a chair and he picks the chair up and all of a sudden like his like legs are wobbly and he looks at mom and dad like, look what I'm doing. And all of a sudden he looks at them and he's like, what's up? I'm taking like the first few steps. What is the reaction in the room from the parents? right right Instagram stories are blowing up Facebook is like sharing like 50 different things okay again when that child is being potty trained right what happens when they learn and they do good things they get an M like they tell mom and dad I gotta go potty they give you an M&M or a chocolate chip right maybe boys if you like actually aim it into the toilet like you make it right they're like oh my goodness good job okay what I'm saying and what my point is is that from when you were nine months old to what you are now, we are kind of programmed that if we perform well, people will notice. And if people notice, people are gonna give us attention. And when people give us attention, it feels really good. But guys, there's an issue with that. If we put all of our value and our self-worth into how we perform and to how we do things, we are going to be disappointed. Because here's the thing, you might be the fastest kid in your class right now, but when you get to high school, there's probably going to be 10 more kids that are faster than you. You might have the most likes and the most followers, but there's always going to be someone who is better than you. I know, it's sad. It's so nice to be applauded, to be known for what we're doing, and like just to perform and do well and be like, notice me, what I'm doing. It's so hard because it feels good. But here's the thing, you guys. When I was in high school, I was probably the most athletic girl in my grade. If not at one point, probably the most athletic girl in the whole school. I crushed it in cross country, I went to basketball, crushed it in basketball, I went to state and track, and I, softball was like my jam, okay? Four sports. I loved it. But then all of a sudden I went to college, and all of a sudden I found out my freshman year, I went to Northwestern College playing basketball, and I found out that sports was not gonna pay my way through college, and it wasn't gonna provide anything for me. So all of a sudden I had a crossroads. I had all of a sudden had a point where I had to choose. Am I gonna keep doing sports but can't afford it? Or choose somewhere and choose another place that actually has my major and something that I wanna do? Guys, I chose not to do basketball anymore. But guys, just because I wasn't doing sports and wasn't performing anymore, does that mean that my self-worth and my value left and was gone? No, it wasn't, but it really felt like it did. It really felt like it did, okay? So that's performance. We are gonna get disappointed if we are always putting value in performance. The next one is relationships. And I'm not talking about romantic relationships, okay, guys? I'm talking about the kind of relationships that are like, you know, that I'm noticed, that I'm wanted, that I'm included, I'm desired, I'm accepted, that kind of relationships, okay? Ones that are simply feeling that you matter to someone and then they matter back to you. So remember when I said that we were programmed to perform, kind of, we were like raised up to know that? Did you guys know that we were actually created to be in relationship? We were actually created for it. In Genesis, which is the first book of the Bible, okay? 
Genesis, which is the first book of the Bible, which is actually technically a letter, which is actually technically grouped up in little like verses put together so we can find things, all right, in a part of a big book that all of us maybe kind of don't understand. It's really hard to read, but it's really full of a lot of truths. Genesis. And it says this is in chapter 1, verse 27, it says this. It says, God says, let us create mankind in our own image. And when he said that, notice it says our. God sat there because our means that there's a relationship. There's God the Father, there's Son Jesus, and then there's Holy Spirit. And together they create this beautiful relationship that creates one. And so they're saying, let's create mankind, all of you guys, in our image. So of course, we were created to be in a relationship. We were meant to have friends. We were meant to have people in our lives that support us. And some of you guys, you're extroverted and you have like 10, 20 friends. And some of you are introverted and you're like, I have two friends. That's great. We all need someone in our team. We all need someone who is with us. But here's the truth, you guys. With relationships, if we put all of our value and our worth in relationships, we're gonna be disappointed because here's the thing, friends are gonna fail us and friends are gonna change. We're gonna have parents that are gonna disappoint us. We're gonna have things change all the time. We're gonna be rejected, okay? We're gonna be all these different things with relationships. And you guys know when that mostly happens? In junior high. So I'm sorry if you felt that with relationships already. I'm sorry if you're carrying the weight of you know, your family being and going through a divorce. I'm sorry if you feel the weight of a loss of a friend that you've been friends with in first grade. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if there's so many hard things that are happening in your life. But here's the thing, if we wrap up our value in relationships and who other people are in our life, that too will disappoint us. The last one I'm talking about is appearance, okay? And appearance can mean two different things, okay? Appearance can mean this. One, how we physically look, right? I appear to you to look like this, okay? I'm tall, I got these really cool shoes on, and everything like that. How you appear and how you look. The other way in appearance that happens is how you appear to others, as meaning your reputation, how people see you, okay? That is what I mean by appearance, okay? So here's the thing. Some of you I know don't, don't struggle with physical appearance, but you struggle with finding yourself, telling yourself, no, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. No, seriously, I'm fine. Because you have this idea that you are wrapped up, that if you appear to be put together, everything's okay. When really you're struggling with depression, or maybe you're really struggling with self-worth. You're struggling with a whole bunch of other things, but you're going to tell everyone you're fine because how dare they know what's really going on underneath. Sorry about that. Or your struggle might be your physical appearance, you guys. I know, I'm sorry about that. Your physical appearance, okay? Because you have different experiences, right? When I was little, I hated my teeth. I thought my teeth were small and they weren't beautiful, so I didn't smile in my third grade picture. I didn't like my hair because the trend was stick straight and my hair wouldn't go straight. It was this wavy craziness, okay? I struggle with it and some of you guys also struggle with things like that too, right? Some of you get called names because of how you appear. And I know you guys can all say those names and those words in your mind. But guys, if you bank on your appearance 
to equal your self-worth and your value, that too will disappoint you. And you know how I know that? I compared my picture of my grandma, who is 92 years old, and I saw her high school picture, and I was like, oh, you look very different, grandma. That's what I said when I was in junior high. Yikes, sorry, grandma. But things did not look the same. So guys, if you put all of your value and your worth into how you look, you will be disappointed because we're constantly changing. So students, my question for you tonight is, where do you go when you're not doing well? Where do you go when you, do you go to appearance, do you go to relationships, do you go to performance to make yourself feel better? I'm gonna ask you one second, because I trust you, because I told you you are more capable than what people give you credit for, right? I told you that. So I'm gonna believe that you're not gonna waste my time here, our time, not my time, our time, and that you're gonna stick to the task. I'm gonna call you guys to be vulnerable for a second. And I wanna share with you, I want you to share to your neighbor one of the three things I talked about tonight, performance, appearance, or relationships. And which ones do you struggle with, okay? Leaders, I want you to be a part of this too. So I want you to share with your neighbor, do not waste my time. All right, and share with it. Ready, set, go. Ten seconds. All right, bring it back to me, friends. All right, bring it back to me. Eyes up here. Give me a thumbs up if you got it. Cool, eyes up here, eyes up here. We're going to finish this up. Maybe you went to all three, I don't know. I know I've struggled with it, and I could probably think of some examples that I struggled with. But here's the thing. This is what makes these three things difficult. I'm going to wrap it up for you guys real quick. One thing that makes this difficult is that they seem like they will work for a while. You keep doing good in sports, you keep doing good in the classroom, and you hear people tell you how good of a job you are, and all of a sudden, when you fail, your whole world crumbles, right? So it'll seem like it works for a while, but I can promise you it's never going to last. And the number two things about these is that these are actually good things. Okay, performance, you should really do well in classroom. You should do your best in sports. Like it's not a bad thing. You should care for your body because actually Jesus says it in scripture. He says, take care of your body as though it's a temple. Okay, not yet, not quite Philippians. You can back, perfect. Okay, he talks about taking care of your appearance. Okay, and he also talks about that relationships are good. Okay, the issue is when it comes your whole world. That's what I'm talking about tonight. When you, when these things become your whole world and when they fail, it's gonna crumble and you're gonna fall. And that's gonna be really sad. But you know what, we're here for you. This is why chaos does this every Wednesday night because we have a community here of teenagers who want to come together and learn more about what actually they can set their feet on, who they can actually put their value and their worth in. And I guys know, I know you know the answer to this probably. What's the answer? Oh, not everyone. Where should you put your value and your worth in? 
Yeah, God, Jesus. But let me tell you why. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a youth group leader or that I'm a cheesy Christian. I'm saying this because I lived it. I put my value in a whole bunch of other things and they disappointed every single time. This is a scripture that I'm gonna share with you right now tonight as we wrap it up. Philippians 3, 7, 8, it says this. But whatever were gains to me now, Paul is writing this, this letter. His name is Paul, he was Saul, but now he's Paul, okay? Confusing, I know. But whatever were gains to me now, I consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more is that I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for those sake that I have last, lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. And this is what Paul is saying. He's saying nothing is comparable to who Jesus is and knowing who he is. Nothing. It says garbage. Everything in this world, if you put anything of your value of who you are into anything in this world, it's garbage compared to Jesus. And I know it's a bold statement. But here's the thing. Jesus has never failed me. And you ask your leaders and people who are following who Jesus is, he has also never failed them as well. Okay. He considers them as garbage. In other, re in other versions, it says dung. Like poop. Poop is not good, you guys. <laughs> okay. So... Everything else in this world does not matter unless we are following Jesus. And that is what this community is at Chaos. And that is what my goal is for you guys to know who Jesus is. And that is the goal of Derek and anyone else who is directing and leading things. Okay? So that's my share tonight. I hope you can share some of this in your small groups. So let's go ahead and pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, wow, you are good. You are good because you are never failing. And you put value and you bring value into all of us and who we are. That makes me just want to worship. That makes me want to dance around and sing praises to you because of the words, you are worthy of them. Thank you for doing all that you have done and that you will do. And we think you're a baller. You're more than just a sky daddy because you're right here next to us. That's right. You know what we call you. You're God, you're father, you're helper, you're healer. You love us. Thank you for all that you have done and you will do and let's worship you with all our might. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen.